There isn't anybody here at this service or first service or third service today that has any excuse to turn away from the love of God and Jesus Christ. No one. Rahab is saying that to you. She is a pagan prostitute who lived on the wall, who didn't know the four spiritual laws. She didn't know all the stuff you know. And she turned to the living God and he forgave her and makes her part of the nation of Israel. No one here has an excuse. He loves you. His grace and his forgiveness is sufficient no matter what you've done and how far you feel you have gone from the living God. You have no excuse. Rahab gives you no excuse. In fact, <clears throat> it tells us this, that she then went and got her whole family in the house. What was that like? Oh, here she comes, you know, the, the old floozy's coming. What does she want, you know? And she's, mom and dad, you gotta come. You know, the children of Israel, the God of Israel just, oh, at least she's got religion, you know, at least she's got religion. Hopefully she's changing. She's doing some flax now instead of just laying around, you know, let's, all right, let's go over to her house for dinner. She's, you know, and, and you can imagine the children of Israel walking around the walls and she says, see, see, I told you. And they walk around, they go back in the camp, nothing happens and they're going, you know, she's, no, 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 I'm telling you, it's gonna happen, just, I got this rope hanging, you're just waiting, you know, just, and the next day they walk around again, you know, and the family's looking at her, third day. We don't know her, the spy's going by the window, going, you know, you see the red rope hanging down. She says, see, see, they know, they know me, look, and the guys, you know. The seventh day, seven times. And the walls come down except one spot on the wall that stands with a house on top of it and a red rope hanging out the window. And the rest of the walls are on the ground. Just imagine. Can you imagine that? Does that seem fantastic to you? Well, let me tell you this. It's more fantastic. We're told that she marries a guy named Salmon, becomes part of the nation of Israel. Salmon and Rahab have a son named Boaz, who has a son named Obed, who has a son named Jesse, who has a son named David, who has a son named Jesus. Let me read it to you so you think I'm making that up. <clears throat> Matthew. Chapter one, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, Jacob begot Judas and his brethren, Judah begot Perez and Zerah of Tamar, and Perez begot Ezram, Ezram begot Aram, Aram begot Aminadab, Aminadab begot Nason, and Nason begot Salmon. And Salmon begot Boaz of Rahab. Boaz begot Obed of Ruth. And Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David. You know what that means? It means one day when Jesus put up his hundred bucks to Ancestry.com. 
or 23 and me, wherever he went. And he got his report. He said, you know, it's funny. You're kind of like 99 point Jewish here, but you got a little Amorite there mixed in. I know. That's my great, 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 great grandma. She was a pagan prostitute. Man, she was bad in her early years. God saved her, brought her into our family. And I'm going to sit at the table with her when I sit with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's no less honor on her plate than there is on theirs. Mm -hmm. 